And so once people learn that the subconscious can work for you, not just the way the world has subjected it to work against you, then you've arrived at what we would call the actualization phase. Hello and welcome to The Daily Helping with Dr. Richard Schuster. Food for the brain, knowledge from the experts, tools to win at life. I'm your host, Dr. Richard. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, and whatever you do, this is the show that is going to help you become the best version of yourself. Each episode, you will hear from some of the most amazing, talented, and successful people on the planet who followed their passions and strive to help others. Join our movement to get a million people each day to commit acts of kindness for others. Together, we're going to make the world a better place. Are you ready? Because it's time for your daily helping. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Daily Helping. I'm your host, Dr. Richard, and we've got an awesome, awesome guest to share with you today. His name is Todd Saylor, and he is on a mission to become America's coach. He is the man behind the internationally known brand Wired Differently and the Tiki Hut Business Retreat. He's America's functional business coach, and his mission is to build you. Personally, spiritually, and profitably, Todd has been featured on CBS, Yahoo Finance, Business Insider, Market Watch, and others. And through his 30 years of entrepreneurial experience in business and leadership, he has helped so many people scale their business. He has 14 businesses of his own, and all of them are successful. We're not going to talk about all those. We're going to talk about his book. But Todd Saylor, welcome to The Daily Helping. It is awesome to have you here. Dr. Richard, you are spectacular. Let's let her rip potato chip. It's all like Donkey Kong. I'm excited. We're going to change some people's lives right now today. You inspire me. I just want to let you know that uh, I got to tell you, I'm on this uh, uh, virtual tour right now. I've got a whole set of as many as 20 podcasts. And I got to tell you, I look forward to this one as much as any you're spectacular. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to talk to your audience. Well, I appreciate that. I know there's going to be some wisdom that you're going to bestow wisdom. upon us. Wisdom. Oh, you, you, you've you, done. Listen, let's go. Just start far away, baby. I'm ready. All right. Well, here's what we're going to do first. And and you're you're a guy who's pretty close in age to me, so you'll like the 80s reference to those well, of you. Well, listen, are... you said you were, you said you were 50. Mm-hmm. I'm 59. Is that close? Close enough. Same decade, gotta be right? 59 like any minute, right? So thank you for that compliment. There you go. See, we're already starting we're off done. right. We're done, man. I'm, right. I'm, I'm like, this is the best podcast ever. 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 So ever. Here's, your pop here's your pop culture reference. Let's hop into Todd Sailor DeLorean. Yes. Fired up to 88 miles an hour. Let's go back in time. Back in time. Tell us what puts you on the path you're on today. Oh, wow. I'm going to, I mean, literally, I, I have got so much to share in that regard. I'm going to say, of course, I mean, there's going to be like a, like a routine answer at first, but it's going to get better. So I'd say my father, amazing man. My father, uh, listen, you're, you're, that's a great question. My father is the greatest football coach to ever walk the planet. Literally, uh, from 1967 to 1976. Uh, he basically never lost a football game in Hudson, Michigan. You know Michigan. 
We talked about where Hudson is, right? Down yeah, yeah. Here. And uh, set the world win streak record. It was a blistering pace. So up until, you know, basically I was 12 years old. I never saw my father really lose a football game. And I went through that whole process of winning and being watching him coach and build men. And I'm just going to give you a really uh, interesting thing that I'm working on right now. It's a movie about him. And the title of the movie is The Tiger in Us. So if anybody wants to go see the trailer of this movie, thetigerinus.com, thetigerinus.com. It's spectacular. I was just in uh, the Super Bowl in February and I spoke to the NFL and I got an opportunity to talk to these NFL players and their wives. And we, we did actually, we actually did the trailer to the movie after the George Foreman trailer and we got a standing ovation for the movie trailer. So we're in the process of finishing working, finishing that book. And, uh, the producers in the movie are kind of waiting to roll. We got a, we got a writer strike going on, all kinds of things going on in that regard. But I'm super, so my father, just to set up my father. So that was really, I think the most pivotal thing. And when you, when, when we talk about my book a little bit later, your will be done. I've wrote three books, wired differently books. This third book especially focuses on the mindset that my father bestowed upon me over these years uh, as a young man watching him set these records and coach these athletes and run these young men. And one of the most inspiring things to me at all is when I was roughly uh, 11 or 12 years old, I, I tell the story in the movies based on this moment in time when I realized my father in 1972, 1973, something like that was training the, the athletes to, to play a football game, but I went there to watch them play or practice because I was always handing out water and salt tablets, things of that nature back in the 70s. But there was no football. There was no helmets out there on the field. It was just a crazy day. And I, I watched them and, and, and I saw one group was crawling under the agility ropes and another group was doing monkey rolls in the mud and the, another group had men. They were trying to get across the goal line with another man over their shoulder. And as I watched this thing happen, this man couldn't make it across the line. All the other players had men over their shoulders, but they made it across the goal line, Dr. Richard. But the, the last young man fell just before the goal line, and the man fell off his shoulder, and the whole team converged around him saying, get up, get up, get up. Don't you quit. Don't you let up. Don't, don't. You, no one's going to help you. Get up, get up. The coaches were screaming. The players were screaming. I was just like, bizarre as a little kid. He finally got up somehow and put the man over his shoulder, carried across the goal line, and they all celebrated, Doc. They said, he lived, he lived, he lived. And so this also unpacks to me. My father looks over, he sees me on the sideline, I'm like, bizarro. And he walks over, he says, son, what's wrong? What's wrong? I said, dad, I thought you were a football coach. He says, son, 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 I'm not a football coach. I said, what do you mean? He says, son, listen, these men... Are, are, are not going to go to the factories and work after high school. These men are not going to go to college after high school. They're, 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 they're not even going to go on the farms. I mean, they're not. I'm not a football coach, son. These men are going to Vietnam. I'm a builder of men. And so that moment, that pivotal moment, the movies build around that, that pivotal moment of where as a 12-year-old boy in your mind literally says, I want to be that man. You know, my dad's 84 now and he has dementia, but he's still that man to me, right? He still took these men through this 
time of uncertainty. He took them to these men through. And so that's my leadership side of me, friend. I mean, that's really, and so when he taught me mindset and he taught me how to look at things and he taught me how to be successful, it all came from that, that root and that, that, that base story of him being an amazing football coach, a, a winner and a, uh, and, a, and a builder of men. Hey guys, Dr. Richard here. For the past seven years, I've been privileged to bring you incredible guests who are changing the world and can help you become the best version of yourself. I'm really excited to share with you a new quiz that I created based on my clinical training that will curate for you a custom list of my top episodes and actionable strategies to help you wherever you are on your journey. All you need to do is go to drrichardschuster.com to take it, and it's 100% free. You'll be taking the next step on the journey to unlocking the power of you, and I can't wait to see where you'll go. Thank you for sharing that. And that resonates so strongly with me. I've I've said on as many platforms as will take me that my father was one of the most influential people in my life and uh, an entrepreneur uh, through and through. And so it's so often that people who are passionate about helping others uh, have modeling in their background that is similar. And, and that's obviously the case for you. So uh, clearly, you've been doing this for a while and we won't we won't do the whole this is your life, Todd Saylor, to how we got from here to from point A to point B. But I want to talk about your book because it's it's your third book and it's now available everywhere. So wired differently, your will be done. Uh, what was the impetus for writing that? So, I mean, I think you got to understand just a little bit of me uh, with my organizations and building people and building men and understanding the basis of, you know, where my mentorship came from. And so the first book I wrote is Wired Differently, a phenomenal book. It's my favorite book. And it, it, it took me through my business life. It chronicled where my father had touched me early in regards to motivation and all the things that we're doing. Um, but it really was meant to, to really share with my family this never give up attitude and what's different about us. Why do we get up earlier? Why do we go bed later? Why do we why do we work harder? Why do we cry harder? Why do we why do we try harder? Why do we lose harder? What 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 why is what's 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 what is wrong with me? Why am why aren't other people like us? And we determined we're wired differently. And so this impetus for getting out there and sharing with people this idea of being wired differently, understanding that there's more of us out there. Doc, I mean, there the literally are more of us out there and we need to band together. And so Wired Differently really brought that out. And then the second book, that was What is Wired Differently? And the second book I wrote was Drift Again, Wired Differently, Drift Again. And it talks about the uh, eight supremely purposeful traits that Wired Differently people have. This is the why we're wired differently. We have seven great traits, but one bad trait. And it's that Do you mind drift. going through those quickly? I'm really interested oh, in this. I, I can. I can I can actually do that. So the I, I would preface it by saying that the the first trait, the seven good traits we have, we all have, but the seventh trait or one trait that we all have becomes supremely purposeful is that we drift and then we drift again. Right? We sin and then we sin again. Right? 
we, we lose focus and then we lose focus again. I think wired differently people, A-driven people, that is our nemesis. And so the book was built about the principles of you know why we're wired differently and these eight traits of supremely purposeful people. And so this is the cover of the book. And just for uh, ease, I'm going to actually take you through those if you'd want to hear those. Yeah, just so, really, let's touch on yeah. it. We'll do it quick. So the first trait is drift again, right? So the first trait is drift again, and that's the bad one, right? We drift and then we drift again. We sin and then we sin again. The second trait is the mark, right? We all, as as wired to differently people, we have a mark. So this whole chapter is about the mark, right? I triangulate my goals and wired differently people tend to triangulate their goals on marks, not just marks of, of goals, but I triangulate on people. Sometimes we just have to understand that there are people in our life that we go after. We want to surpass. Most of them are good, but sometimes there's people out there that we can motivate ourselves with because they've done us wrong or they've done things to other people that are wrong. There are things out there that just motivate each of us differently. So that's the mark. The second one is the ego. And I talk about the ego empathy battle where we need to leverage our ego and our empathy, right? And Wired differently successful people are very good at understanding that there's an ego empathy balance, right? And so we talk about that. The view, we look at things differently, right? We just look at things differently. You know, I tell, there's a story and then there's a teaching on each one of these. So the view, I tell a story about buying a house and when I was 28 or something with my wife and the insurance guy came over and I was showing him the whole house and, and it was like this garage with a hotel for raccoons and all this kind of stuff. And I said, I said, listen, it's 20 acres. It's going to be beautiful one day. I just love it. I love it. Can we insure it? What do you think we should do with it? And he looked at me and he handed me a box of blue tip matches. And he said, here's a match. What you do with it, I'll never tell. And he got in his truck and he drove out. Like, so like he couldn't see, right? He, he couldn't see the beauty, the majestic of what was going to be there. And ultimately in t- 10 years, that house became amazing, obviously. And I raised my children there. The pain, we see pain a little differently. We understand the pain uh, of emotion, but we also understand that we don't have such a big problem with the pain of pain, right? We can move through pain a little differently. We know how to leverage pain. We're odd. Number six, we're odd. I want you to understand that we're odd. We're just a little different. And then there's this number seven, no mas, right? I talk about that we don't like to quit. We don't like to lose. We know all those things, but you know, the wire definitely person, although they're stubborn in that regard, they need to learn. And we need, we definitely find a way to understand that there are no mas moments for us. No mas is Spanish for no more. And last but not least is the own. We own our identity. We own who we are. We own our mistakes. We own our misgivings. We own our sinful nature. We own the things that we do wrong and we live up and we, we, we legitimately apologize and move through it. And we understand exactly who we are. We try to do these things. And I think those are the seven traits of successful people that become supremely purposeful. I know you're a doctor, never had a doctor analyze my seven good points, but I just want to remember the faithful drift the drift. The drift is something we write about in our first book, which is what we talk about, the land of quo. It's a land of quo is a nasty place, right? A place where people just kind of drift off to and they 
take a whole ecosystem of status quos and they put them in one place and they're all driving the same car that's going mm-hmm. one way and they're all talking about the same people one way and they're all just like having the same credit card problems in the same way and they, they just they just kind of feed off themselves in this ecosystem it's the land of quo because we know that we're either going up or we're going down and when you're in the land of quo it's just kind of like a effervescent tablet that drops in a bottle of water and you just watch it just kind of evaporate and i want people out of the land of quo i want people not to drift and get away from that i want them to be on the seven traits of supremely purposeful people so you asked for it you got it doc that was awesome. No, listen, I, you know, as you were going through those, I was like, yeah, yeah, look, you you can't be an entrepreneur and not be different, ah, right? Yeah, you're, yeah it's just, differently. It just it's just different. So, thank you for setting that context. Now, I, I want to spend some time talking about why you're differently. You will be done. So, this book, take us through what a reader will get out of this. book. Yeah. So I'll just preface it one more time. The first book is What is Wired Differently? Second book, Drift Again, is Why We're Wired Differently and How Those Things Are Working. That kind of. But the third book was really the, the book I wanted to write in the beginning, but I just wasn't, wasn't ready. You know, I didn't have the foundation. I'm, I didn't ever say to my mom and dad, I'm going to be an author one day, right? And so the book hit me as a concept of, you know, getting to people about being wired differently. And I want to collect people. I want to collect people and help them understand that, you know, God made us different, right? It, it, so there's three stages in becoming wired differently. And we talk about those in, in my last book, my most recent book, Your Will Be Done. And this is in Your Will Be Done. We triangulate your free will and God's will for us. And so I think if, if anything we want in our life, I do a podcast every morning at 7.30 a.m., new content live Monday through Friday. It's a, it's a haul, but I do it and I love it. And I talk about, obviously, wired differently is a mindset. And so when I want people to understand the three stages of being wired differently, I, I literally talk about the creation stage, which is the very first stage of being wired differently, Doc. That's when we're born, right? That's that's the peace in life where we're we're born. We come out in this world. We have no choice in what we're gonna be. We're just kind of plopped there, and then we got what some thousand, hundred thousand, hundred thousand, hundred million neurons populating every minute when we're incubating in the baby's brain, and all this kind of stuff's going on. And then somehow two hundred fifty billion neurons are calculating when the time you get out of the near the womb and you're growing to. Then by the time you're three years old. Dr. Daniel Amen shares with us that there's 1,000 trillion neurons in a baby's brain about the size of a softball. And those neurons can be connected in any cocktail you could ever imagine, Doc. Now, I know I'm talking to a, a man of, of pure uh, wisdom in your regards, but this is, this is what's going on in the brain. You familiar with Dr. Daniel Amen? Yes, I am. He's a monster, right? Uh, so and so we look at that, and we 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 just don't. So you cannot deny that we come out of this world wired differently. Those cocktails are infinite. That's fifteen zeros. You think about it, that's actually not a number; it's a quadrillion. And so when you think about that, we'd look at that. That's the creation stage, and that's where definitely wired differently. But then we'd look in stage two is when we learn. Hopefully, I can teach people to actualize in their mind the simple things that my father taught me growing up, like how to help a headache dissipate by thinking through it, how to see a football play happen before it happens, how to see your marriage, how to see life before you, how to really program your subconscious. 
And so once people learn that the subconscious can work for you, not just the way the world has subjected it to work against you, then you've arrived at what we would call the actualization phase. The most powerful thing that people don't understand is language, right? The things that we tell ourselves are actually more oh. powerful than the things that other people yeah. say to us, right? And so, you know, if we if we build the the neural pathways, neuroplasticity, we got we got room to grow more, don't we? We do, but but <laughs> the the point being is that if we create a foundation. If you think about your brain, I, I think of our brain as trees, right? And so the neurons actually look a lot like roots. And so if the roots you're putting down are predicated on self-doubt, are predicated on, I don't deserve, I'm not good enough, then it becomes harder for you because you have essentially created this programming uh, of negativity. It's we, why, call, we call them ants, right? What's an ant? I don't know the reference. What do you mean? What's that? Automatic negative thought. Ah, there you go. Okay. Come that's on, let it terms. rip, baby. That's, that's exactly. I, I was thinking about ants like the little guys. No, right? I got um, you on that one. But I mean, that's exactly what you're talking about. That's the, what the I The point tell. being, the point being is that we can unwind and undo, you know? So if we start new habits, if we have a new framework upon which we think about things, then what will happen over time is those neuronal pathways, those connections in our brains that were the stuff that's bad for us, right? right? Those will literally, and I do mean literally, like we can see this on diagnostic imaging, those will wither away. And where we put our focus, where we put our energy will pull us towards the new. There's something in our brain called the reticular activating system, right. which is really, you know, I, the example I like to use, let's say you went out and, and bought uh Honda Tucson. That's okay. that's that's there the Todd go. Sailor car. Todd Sailor bought a, a blue Honda tu Tucson, right? So let's say you're driving around your Tucson and and you're noted you're driving down the road and oh, there's a Honda Tucson, right? And and oh, there's a Honda Tucson. Oh, are there more Honda Tucsons on the road? No. All of a sudden, no, of course not. But your subconscious through the reticular activating system is pulling your awareness to that. So, you know, what you're talking about from a scientific framework is really that the models we create for ourselves determine the way we see the world. And that can be adaptive in your case because of the lessons your father taught you. That is highly adaptive because it instilled in you at a neuronal level Right. Early, we didn't know Early. what we were doing, but he didn't know what he was doing. But but this is what he right? but the, but he did it right. And, yeah, he but, did and it. So you know, the same thing can happen if you're talking about the 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 inverse of that, right? If right. if your dad was a terrible person and berated you and made you feel like less than, uh, as an adult, you may have some of those experiences today for that very reason. But but the good news is is that we can unwind and we can undo. It doesn't happen. It's not, it's not a snap of a finger, right? Uh, but we can undo some of these things and create a, a healthier way of viewing it. You you said the ants. And again, I was like thinking ants. about the little black ants crawling That's around. That's exactly what um, they're. Good job. But cognitive behavioral therapy teaches us, you know, if you look at cognitive behavior therapy, it talks about that we basically have these core beliefs. And then the core beliefs lead to these 
intermediate thoughts, which lead to these automatic thoughts. And the automatic thoughts are the ands, which you were talking about, right? A-N-T-S, ants, automatic negative thoughts. Yeah. So like the, the, those automatic thoughts are when something happens to us, we, at a a millisecond level, have an automatic thought, which triggers an emotional response. Yeah. And that's where, for most people, the pitfalls lie. Right. And so, but we're at time because it, it went so fast. I said, that's a sign you're having a good time. Uh, tell us where people can find you online and get their hands on your book. I would love it too. So go to toddsailor.com. That's T O D D sailor, S A Y L O R.com. And you can get the book there. And uh, uh, we have got a promo code for you wired 12. Wired 12. And you're going to get 12% off on anything you buy their shirts books, any of the books you get there, any of the coaching, any of that. And if you want to go to the the tigerinus.com, you can see the trailer of the movie. And coming up November 8th, 9th, 10th, and 11th, I've got the Tiki Hut Retreat in Longboat Key in Florida, where we have four days and I take business-minded people through four days of business training on the ocean, on the sand. We go to Egmont Key for a leadership scavenger hunt on a secluded island. It's an amazing, amazing experience. And Matt, I hope to get to see you in person one day. I think you're just spectacular. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll have everything Todd Saylor in the show notes. And you can find it at the all new drrichardschuster.com. So everything we talked about, including this episode, is going to be right there. Well, Todd, thank you so much for coming on the show. I enjoyed it. It was uh, it was a fun one for sure. And I want to thank each and every one of you who listened to this episode as well. If you liked it, if you learned something from it, if it fired you up, go give us a follow and a five-star review on your app of choice because that is what helps other people find the podcast. Most importantly, go out there today and do something nice for somebody else, even if you don't know who they are, and post in your social media feeds using the hashtag MyDailyHelping because the happiest people are those that help others.